If you were here last week, there was a practice that I gave at the end of the meeting, which was about practicing kindness practice, sending well wishes and thoughts of kindness to people when you were standing in line. Anyone try it? A few people. Some. And, how, and was it helpful? Raise your hand if you found it helpful. Yeah. Anyone want to say why? Uh-huh. Ah. She said she became more aware of when she wasn't being kind. And then she became more kind out of that. The thoughts. Yeah, just noticing the, the thoughts that are maybe not the kindest thoughts. Get out of my way. Why are they hogging up all that time? Right, those kinds of thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Nice. So he said it was a heart opener, and it brought him into the present moment, softening the heart. Yeah. Great. So creating smiles for other people, it, actually making it a practice as part of your day to make other people smile. There's some r- neuroscience research where they had people put pencils in their mouth, and it would turn their corners of their mouth up. And then they would see what was happening in the brain, and it stimulated. It just stimulated more happiness, actually. Just turning the corners of your mouth up make you happy. So everybody smile right now. <laughs> you feel happier? Good. Sillier. You feel sillier. Yeah, that too. Okay. Well, I'd like to welcome everyone. I'm Diana Winston. I'm the Director of Mindfulness Education at the Mindful Awareness Research Center. This is our Thursday group. We meet each Thursday to do some practice for about half an hour, meditation practice of different types, but most mindfulness is the main, the central practice that we do here. Mindfulness is the art of paying attention to our present moment experiences with openness and curiosity and a willingness to be with what is. That's the definition I use, I've been using for a while. It's really about teaching us to come into the now, into the present moment. We tend to be really lost in the past or the future. Our mind, if you were to check into it at any point in the day, it's not present. It is actually thinking about something else, worrying, planning, obsessing, remembering, replaying, ruminating, but not right here, right now. Or if it's in the present moment, it's analyzing, comparing, judging, complaining, all those things. Sound familiar? So mindfulness teaches us to be in the present moment with an open curiosity and a willingness to be with what is, to really show up for our lives. The way we learn this this tool, and really it's a quality of attention that we can have at any moment. We learn it through meditation, how to be mindful, and then we can bring it out to our lives and have it at any moment so that we don't have to get lost in these thoughts of the past and the future, but we can come into the present. And in the present, there's a reduction of stress. There's a sense of well-being that comes, a sense of ease. We're not lost in the stress that our mind creates in the past and the future. 
So just to say a little bit more about thoughts today, our mind produces thoughts constantly. And if you've been meditating here for a long time, you know that you might have a good intention to just stay with your breathing, but your mind is all over the place thinking about all sorts of things. And really, this is what our minds do. There's nothing wrong with you. But some people have this misconception about meditation that it's supposed to, you're supposed to not have any thoughts, that you're supposed to have a blank mind. And at least with this type of meditation, that's not the goal. The goal is to be aware of our thoughts, let go, and then come back into what is happening in the present moment, which usually is the breathing, but it could be body sensations, sounds. It could be a number of things. What tends to happen is we get really caught up in our thoughts, and this is why we suffer. So maybe I've mentioned this before, but my favorite bumper sticker is, don't believe everything you think. <laughs> Have you seen that before? Yeah. So, so this bumper sticker invites us to remember that thoughts are just thoughts. They're coming and going, and we don't have to believe them all. I mean, obviously, there's very important, wonderful thoughts that we have. Thoughts make the world. But there are thoughts that lead to a lot of suffering, anxious thoughts, judging thoughts, comparing thoughts, um, sad thoughts, grief-related, angry thoughts. So what we can learn to do with the meditation is not get so caught in the thought and learn to come back to the present moment. Analogy that I've shared with you in the past is about not getting on the train. So imagine your thoughts are like trains, and they're just going, going, going. And so what we typically do is we find ourselves on a train, and it's 20 minutes later, and you realize you've just been lost in this thought, worrying about something for 20 minutes. So the idea with mindfulness is to not get on the train, but to stay at the station and let the train go. And it's a really different way of relating to our thoughts. Instead of being lost in them, personalizing them, thinking, oh no, I'm having this terrible thought or I'm caught in this thought, it's really about letting thoughts, letting the trains just leave the station, but we stay here centered. Or you're caught in the thought and then you get off the train when it's time. You realize, oh, I'm lost in the thought and come back to the moment. This tool is helpful in meditation and in life. And so we'll practice that today. Let's begin by settling back in our chair. Taking a few deep breaths if it's helpful. And as you exhale, you might have a sense of anything in the day that's disturbing, just letting it go, if that's possible. So our back is upright, but not too tight, not too relaxed. Just finding a nice place in between rigid and slumped. Our hands can be resting wherever they're comfortable, feet on the floor. And eyes, generally people close their eyes, but you don't have to. If your eyes are open, keep them looking more downward with that rather than around the room. And you can notice your body present. Our bodies are always in the present moment. Our minds can be all over the place. 
So we gently return our attention to the present moment through noticing our bodies. You can feel your feet on the floor, noticing whatever sensations there are, weight, pressure, touch. Noticing your legs, heaviness, lightness, movement, vibration. Noticing your back against the chair. Is your stomach tense or tight? And if it is, soften. Breathing more deeply into the, into the stomach area. But ultimately, let your breath return to its own natural rhythm. Soften and relax your hands. Notice your arms and shoulders. Noticing any sensations, vibration, warmth, coolness. Letting it be as it is. But inviting some relaxation. Noticing your throat and neck. Softening your jaw. Relaxing your face and facial muscles. And noticing your whole body seated here. And let your attention turn to your breathing, finding your breath in your body. For those of you who've been practicing some time, just go to wherever is your spot. If you're new, you might check out your abdomen area. Can you feel the breath moving in your abdomen, rising, falling, expanding, contracting? Your chest area. Rising, falling. Or your nostrils. Coolness, flow of sensation on your upper lip. New people can settle in on one of those spots, abdomen, chest, or nostrils. If you can't decide, it doesn't matter so much, so just choose one.
So the basic meditation that creates more concentration, focus, calm. That's the practice of returning to the present moment is to stay with our breathing, is feeling our breath, one breath at a time. So then what happens is, as we're staying with our breath, suddenly we notice that our mind is lost in a thought. Basically, we've gotten on a train. Sometimes it's helpful to give it a general label, like thinking or wandering. Sometimes it's helpful to give it a more specific label, like planning, remembering, imagining, worrying. And in that way, we see that we've gotten on the train, and we get off the train and come back to our breath at the station, if you will. Sometimes it's five minutes and we've been lost in thought. Sometimes it's two seconds and we notice it. So we'll do this practice of being with our breath, getting lost and coming back. Don't make it a problem if you're lost. Just be curious about the experience of what our minds do. They wander and get caught in thinking that we really personalize, we believe it. The act of bringing mindfulness to the experience of your thought allows it to, allows yourself to let go of the thought. Sometimes it's like popping a balloon we notice it and the thought just disappears. So we'll practice in silence and you can see what happens as you do this.
another idea you can play with as you continue to meditate is that your mind is like the sky. It's vast and open and spacious. And the thoughts are like clouds floating by. So you can just have a sense of that, not to spend a lot of time thinking of it. See if you can feel your thoughts to be like clouds rushing by past the sky-like nature of your mind. If this doesn't make sense to you, don't worry about it. Let's see how it impacts your awareness of thoughts today.
you can notice in this moment, am I on the train or off the train? Maybe my voice brought you back to the present moment. Is coming back to the gentle sensations of the breathing. In this way, we let go again and again of the thoughts that we get entangled in, the thoughts that have a grip on us. And of course, they're not just here in meditation, but they're out throughout our day, throughout our life. But if we can learn this skill as we meditate, we can learn to do it outside of here. We don't have to take our thoughts so personally and believe everything we think. So once again, notice your body present on the chair. Feeling whatever sensations are here in this present moment. Noticing if you've tightened up in any way and see if you can soften. And we'll just end with a little bit of the loving kindness practice bringing to mind someone whom you love, someone when you think of them you get happy. And you can begin to wish them well. May you be safe and protected. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and strong. May you be at ease. You can use my words or your own words. And notice what you're feeling inside you as you think of this person. Or animal, of course. You can do an animal. And sending to them, wishing them well. This meditation actually shows us the power of thoughts. So we can learn to both let go of the ones that cause us difficulty and cultivate the ones that give us more joy and kindness, compassion. And so imagine this loved one begins to send it back to you, wishing you well. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and strong. May you be free from stress and anxiety. May you be at ease. And then as you breathe in, you can imagine taking it in from this person or pet. As you breathe out, sending it out. Until you begin to create a cycle of kindness and care or a circle, wishing them well. And then let this circle expand out however you feel drawn, 
wishing kindness to whomever, wherever. Checking back in with your own body and mind, bringing mindfulness to this moment. How am I? May everyone everywhere be happy and peaceful and at ease. When you're ready, you can open your eyes. So as I was saying, this practice of recognizing our thoughts and when we've gotten on the train and get really lost in our thoughts, entangled in them, it's an opportunity to not go there. So if your mind is worrying about something and you just see it worrying, 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 you can say, oh, I'm on the train, and then get off. Or you notice the tendency to worry or to be angry about something or whatever it is that's kind of getting you, you're in the grip of it you have a choice. You don't have to get on the train, or you can get off the train if you're on it. So that's the practice that I'm going to offer you this week, is to notice this week in your regular life when you're on the train and remind yourself to get off. Okay. And um, so a couple announcements. Michael Pericone, who we do the Tibetan singing bowls, and he's coming on November 15th, so a couple of weeks. There's lots of information about our upcoming classes and events, including a workshop in two weeks called Breaking Bad Habits, using mindfulness to help us with bad habits. New classes are starting up. All that information is on a yellow sheet when you exit on the right. I'll be out in the hallway if you have any questions. And the galleries are free today, so take advantage of that. And otherwise, have a nice day. We can talk outside if you have questions, yeah. <laughs>